Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life. Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Dara Kurtz, creator of CrazyPerfectLife.com, a place to go to help you find meaning each day, and author of the book, Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, you have cancer, available on Amazon. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan. I am a seven-ton cancer thriver. But more importantly, I am also the original napkin notes dad. I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and sticking them into her lunch ever since kindergarten. So many of you have been asking us on Facebook and Instagram kind of what is going on with our lives. And since it's been summer, we've sort of been maybe a little bit off the grid more than usual. I know I haven't really sent an email out to my email list in a really long time because I don't know, it's just sort of been summer and we've I think we've both had a lot of stuff going on. So we thought today it'd be really fun just to kind of bring you up to speed on what's going on in our lives. So that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. I'm excited because I also have been neglecting sending out newsletters and social media stuff. I mean, to be honest, I've been neglecting it for, I've been neglecting some things for a long time. Like we're talking months or possibly yeah, even well- same years. with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I don't remember the last time I sent out an email blast. I thought you sent your napkin notes out every day. Well, I... Okay, I, and you can yeah. tell that clearly if I was receiving your emails. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> well, so yes, I do, Dara, and I noticed you haven't been reading them. <laughs> I thought you sent that out every day. I haven't. Well, I really got away from okay. it when Emma went to school last fall. Yeah, yeah. So... I think life just gets in the way. And then I don't know if you're like me, I'm just kind of like thinking through things because summer is such a good time, I believe, to sort of sit back, step back from your life because maybe the schedule changes a little bit and just sort of rethink things, like rethink things. How do I want to do things going forward? What is, because it's new a new school year, even though it's not like a new calendar year, I just always view like September as sort of a new beginning. And so I like to take the summer to sort of rethink things. Are you kind of like that as well? Yeah, and even if, I think this applies to people who don't even have kids that are in that school cycle, yeah. that summer just is, you know, more people take vacation work can slow down, you know, because so many people are on vacation. You know, I know that I've had a couple of work things that I, I've needed to do, but I've had to push it off or really schedule it in advance because I'm trying to work around people's, you know, not being in the office. It just feels a little bit slower all yeah, around. Absolutely. And I, I love that. I mean, I feel like even when you are running errands or out and about, people are just kind of a little bit calmer or a little bit more in chill mode. Yeah. You know, what's what's really interesting, we have this section in Richmond called Short Pump, and I do everything I can to avoid Short Pump starting around Halloween. Yeah. So my dad lives there. <clears throat> yeah, right. Because that area, just everybody, all sense of reason goes away when we start to think about buying gifts for the end of the year. Right. Well, okay. So just so people who don't understand, Shore Pump is basically every store you've ever heard of in a very small area. Yeah, so really, it's really tight. And there are the traffic is insane. I think that's kind of what it is. Right. Great restaurants. You yeah. know, typically I would drive through there to bring Charlie to daycare and I really I, I really drive fun. around. 
Um, I think it's really fun to visit there. <laughs> it, you know, yeah. We'll leave it at that, right? Okay. So I, I don't okay. want to offend anybody but who loves short pump, but I just it's it's traffic, especially at the end of the year, those last two months of the year is just crazy. But yeah. now in summer, you know, I've driven out there to either grab a coffee with somebody or Lisa and I have gone out to dinner a few times around that section and it's like, you know, where are all of the cars? Yeah, you can really feel the traffic change and just like things aren't as crowded because people really are on vacation. So anyway, I mean, I feel like that kind of, I like to use this time to sort of think about things and it sounds like you're doing that as well. Have you had any like huge insights or thought about things that you wanted to kind of change up for the fall? I haven't. And one of the reasons is, is that my work, you and I have talked about this, yeah. my work is just really out of control. I launched a pretty big project on July 1st. And not only did I have to work on that project leading up to that launch, but there's a lot of ongoing project needs that are happening after. And so that's admittedly, it's taking up a tremendous amount of my time, not just work time, but it's really creeping into personal Right, so I spend a few hours on Saturday, a few hours on Sunday working there, and it's really taking away from things that I would do napkin notes wise or personal wise. I've actually noticed that there's been a change. I haven't been exercising as much. Not only is that bad for mm. me, but it's also adding stress that I'm not doing it. Right, but so it's, it's been a double super whammy. hot. I mean, so <clears throat> I know you're a big walker and you do like to go to the gym as well. So I mean, have you not been walking because it has been oh. crazy? Hot. You know, we we still I still walk Charlie every day, okay. um, wow. unless That's the weather's amazing. just. I'm yeah, sorry. that's amazing. I'm yeah. impressed that you do that. Well, you know, she needs it just as much as I do. I know, but still, right? I mean, it's like Garth and I both live. He lives in Virginia. I live in North Carolina. For those of you who don't know, and it is like ridiculously humid. So basically, even if it says it's like 95 with the humidity, it feels like it's just over a hundred and nothing good ever happens outside when it's over a hundred. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I, I did though, something has happened that is leading me into a back to school project, which I'm excited about. Do share. And if you're listening to this podcast, by the time the podcast comes out, this will probably be over. So you'll be able to go to napkinnotesdad.com and take a look at what happened. But I've talked about this before. And again, if you're listening to this podcast, the previous podcast is going to be with Brian Goulet, who's a guest, and he's one of the co-owners of GouletPens.com. But I've kind of developed this really interesting friendship relationship with not only Brian, but his company. And one of his employees had sent me a bottle of ink as a gift. But mm, he also, so nice. Yeah, very nice. And it's it was his favorite ink. And I heard as I was actually walking through their office one day that he had some like ungodly, like two liter bottle of this ink that he loved it so much. I mean, I don't know if it was that big, but it was really big. Yeah. Um, it was his last day at the company. He was actually, oh, wow. um, he and his wife and his family were relocating to Indiana, I think. But in the same package as the ink, he also sent me this pen and it got me thinking about how could I pay it forward? And this pen, I'm holding it up to Dar so she can see it. It's this really cool looking fountain pen. It writes really well, but it almost looks like it's a kid's pen because it's shaped like a shark. 
See, I was going to say kind of like an airplane. Oh, can you not see the fin? Let me hold it up a little bit closer. Well, I can see the fin, but it looks like a wing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> if you take a really close look at it, there are there's gills and a, a oh, mouth okay. and eyes and there's okay. this fin. I can't see that. And so, Dara, you and I have talked about the fact that we have no idea how my brain works in these ways. But I was looking at this pen thinking, how can I paint it forward? And how could I do something that's cool for back to school? Love and this. So, so this is what I've done. And again, I'm holding this up to Dara. I'll make sure that I post pictures when we actually start to do this. I bought a 12 pack of these. <laughs> so being a podcast partner with you is so fun. <laughs> because, because you have no idea where I'm going. You know what? I think I'm going to have to step up my shock factor with you a little bit. Like I never do random things like this, but I love how like I just have no idea what you're going to show me. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone knows that Garth and I like nothing more than school supplies and pens and paper. So he has just shown me all the pretty rainbow colors of the shark pen. Yeah, so the, it's a 12-pack, and this is what I'm okay. going to do. Okay. Because these pens are very inexpensive. They're less than $4 a piece, and if you buy them in a pack, they're uh, even less yeah. than that. Yeah, okay. Um, but they're good quality pens, and they're a good way to introduce kids to fountain pens. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take these 12 pens and I'm going to hide them around the greater Richmond area. And nice. I'm going to put and then I'm going to put clues on my social media as Ooh. to where the pens are so that people can go and find and get the free okay. pens. I did not see that coming. <laughs> wow. I mean I did not see that coming. I, I, I thought you were going to say something like, I was going to give them to parents to encourage them to write napkin notes to their kids, blah, blah, blah. Because we were just talking about how you haven't had a lot of time. So I'm thinking, coming up with how many is it? 12 <laughs> hiding places, yeah. right? And clues and pictures, because you just said you hadn't been posting a lot. But this sounds like a really fun thing. It's, I think it's going to be a really Is it going to be cool all thing. around Richmond or all around Short Pump or... So I'm going to start close to home. So I live yeah. in Glen Allen, which is close Perfect. to Short Pump. So I'm going to pick a couple of places there. And then I'm going to work outward depending on how much time I have. But my goal is and my hope is that they, they get found very quickly, right? I don't want these sitting out for days on end. And so people will have to pay attention. Ooh, this is so fun. Stay tuned, my friends. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen here on the Thrive Podcast, right? Well, you know, again, now we're, now we're, go, we're stepping it up with a scavenger hunt. Yeah. So Jeremy was the guy who sent me this. And to be yeah. honest, I kind of like, I was so excited about the ink that I didn't really give much thought to the pen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, okay. So one thing that I but love it's about also, this. Yes. Right. There are so many shark weeks, right? So National Geographic, Discovery mm -hmm. Channel, right? They're all doing their shark weeks this month. Okay, and... I definitely am not up on that, but okay, shocker. <laughs> but one thing that I love about the whole concept that I just want to hone in on for a second is the whole pay it forward concept. And I think we should talk about that for a second because that says a lot about who you are and you didn't just receive a gift and say, thank you, I'm so grateful for this gift and stay in that space. You were kind of like, okay, what can I do to bring happiness and joy to someone else? And it's very obvious that you know that, that this isn't why you're doing it, but you're going to get so much joy and happiness from giving these to other people. And that's not why you're doing it. But we always say, you know, when you give, 
you receive as well. I mean, it feels really good to be generous with your time or with pens or whatever for to other people. And so um, what a beautiful act. Well, thank you. I think part of this is I grew up in a very giving family. I feel like, especially knowing where we grew up, it was a fairly depressed area. I would say even today, I think the median household income is less than $35,000 a year. So as a community, everybody kind of helped out. My mom recently had a pretty bad infection and had to go into the hospital. And when she got out of the hospital, the whole village kind of got together and made her food so that she had lots of dinners and lunches handy and she didn't have to worry about taking care of herself that way. And she made this kind of side comment to me that, oh yeah, you know, it's it's my turn to receive. Because she's always been that giver, right? Yeah, she, she's making yeah. food for everybody else. And so for the past eight years, not only have I received, but my family has received such blessings with mm -hmm. other people helping us, whether it was food after I had surgery or helping out with yard work or random things, you know, whatever. And even today, right? So this wonderful guy, Jeremy, sends me this ink and because it's his favorite color and he wants to share it with me and he noticed that I like the color orange and you know, it's all of that. And he includes this pen so it is a, you know, I'm very thankful and I'm so keenly aware about my blessings that I want to try to turn that around and give blessings to other people. And it's hard sometimes to find folks that are open to receiving. Yeah. But also, it's just such a beautiful thing to stay in that space of gratitude and feel grateful for what you have and count your blessings. I mean, let's be honest. So Garth has been dealing with ongoing health issues and what? Yes <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, it hasn't affected my sarcasm yesterday. Garth had, I mean, he texts me. He's like, I'm at UVA. I just had my brain MRI. I think that's what you said. And, yeah. you know, nothing changed, blah, 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 which is, thank goodness, such a blessing. But you certainly have your share of shit that you're dealing with. And it's just so nice to see that you are living a life of gratitude and you're counting your blessings, not your problems because you could actually stay in that space of why me? Why am I having to go get a brain MRI on a beautiful summer day? This is the last thing I want to deal with. I'm sick of it. You know, how many more just you get it. And so it's just it says a lot about who you are. And I think a lot of people can learn from you. And so. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what? What was that a drum roll? Yes. Are, are you making it? Are, are you getting ready for a proclamation? <laughs> We're having another Thrive Challenge. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I feel like we're punchy today. So what we're going to do is we're going to do another Thrive Challenge, which is pay it forward. So when someone does something nice for you, instead of just saying thank you and being really happy about whatever it is that someone did for you, pay it forward. Remember Garth and his 12-pack of pens and think about what you can do to bring happiness and joy to someone else. And it's so easy, right? It could be just the smallest thing. Give someone a compliment if someone gives you a compliment or let someone cut in front of you in traffic if someone does something like that for you. And just pay attention to how you can help someone else and pay it forward. And I 
guarantee that not only are you going to bring happiness and joy to that person, you're going to feel good as well. Yeah, did you, you know, not? Did you not like? <laughs> I, well, you know, as somebody who is a former percussionist, I didn't want to, you know, wonder what exactly you were doing. But it wasn't, a, let's say, a Garth Callahan drum roll. Ooh, do you um, do a Garth Callahan drum roll? Well, let's see. I I need to actually make a little space on my desk. So this see, this is what I would was, do. It was an impulsive. Right, right. Whereas I'd be like. Okay, yeah, that's shocker. That's a little <laughs> bit more high maintenance. Yeah. Did okay. You, did you know that I used to play drums? Mm-mm. <laughs> I did not know that. It fun, was fun facts. Yeah, I started playing drums when I was in fourth grade. Much Ooh. to my parents' chagrin. Yeah, right? I think that would be horrible <laughs> to be. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's see. What else can we talk about? So our kids, both Garth and I have rising sophomores in college. They are soon to go back to school. And, you know, I was thinking about how right now last year you and I were kind of like, our kids are going to college. However, will we make it? I mean, we were really feeling all the emotions that come with a child going to college and you became an empty nester. I feel, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like it's been a really fun summer and Zoe is totally ready to go back to school and I'm actually really okay with it. I don't feel like it's going to be as dramatic (laughs) as it was last year. Yeah, I don't think so either. I know that Emma's ready to go back, although she really is enjoying her summer job. I know that she's looking forward to getting back with her friends. She's going to have an on-campus apartment with four other women. She's really excited about her class load. And I think that she recognizes, too, that she's, you know, at home, she's a little bit different of an Emma than what she can be at school. Um, Yeah, and that's super common. And, I mean, I think we want our kids to want to go back to school. We want them to be so happy in college that they can't wait to go back. I think that's actually really healthy. So you know, the, the um, interesting thing for me is, you know, Emma's still our child, right? Just like your honey, child they're is still always going to be that way. You're, well, you are still your mom's child. I, I get that, but I, you know, I look at Emma a little bit differently in that I keep thinking to myself, "Oh my goodness, she's almost twenty, right?" If think about that, right? I have an almost twenty-year-old. I know. And so there are times when Emma will come to Lisa and me and she will say something to the effect of, you know, I want to go to Julia's house, which is her friend, her best friend. And it's kind of posed in in the form of a question. Right. We've had the same thing. And it's kind of like, "Mm, am I supposed to tell you almost 20 year old if you're allowed to go? Right. And, yeah. and and so I'll, I'll pull Emma aside afterwards and I'll say something to the effect of, thank you for informing me that yeah. you are going to go to Julia's house. Yeah. I think it's so respectful and nice of them to be like that. And then, and then it's really funny because then Avi, who is younger and is a rising 11th grader, then she's kind of like doing the same thing where she might say, so... I'm going to Julia's house yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just to use that as an example. And I'm thinking to myself, you are actually not in college. You don't actually get to tell me what you're doing all the time, like the college person. So we've had that. We've had that a little bit. And no, I know Avi doesn't listen <clears throat> to this podcast, so I don't really <laughs> worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think but, Emma listens either. Well, so here's here's my thing. And, but we've and I, had that, like, we've actually had those issues with Avi more than Zoe. Like, Avi is kind of like, hmm, I'm digging the freedom that Zoe has. Sure, she's, she's hoping for some trickle down. 
Yes. My response to Emma, especially when she's in this permission-based conversation, and again, I want her to come to me for advice, but I don't necessarily want her to come to me to say, hey, dad, can I go climbing? Unless there's maybe some family thing going on or, or something going on that she knows that she should be partaking in and she needs to get permission to do what she needs to do. Right. But my thing is, hey, you know what, Emma, you're actually almost 20. You you can vote. Um, yeah. You can legally drive your car anywhere you want to, as long as you pay for your gas. Mm -hmm. um, you can also die for your country. Right. Yeah, so so you can decide if you want to go to Julia's house. Right, yeah, exactly. But when she was 16, but that was in fact a very really different nice. conversation. I think it's really kind of them to ask because, you know, yes, maybe they absolutely. feel maybe they feel like we're kind of trying to figure it out also. Right. Because the dynamic has changed a little bit. They've been on their own and then they come back. And everyone does always say, you know, that first summer when they come home, you're trying to figure it all out. And I totally get that now. So I appreciate it when they are kind and thoughtful about our feelings. I think it's been easy for us um, yeah, or easier than we expected. Yeah, us Maybe too. It's, it's one child, fairly mature to start with, so... You know, I, I have a feeling like she's not going to go do something that's completely reckless. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we're pretty safe with Zoe and Emma for sure. So, so, what are, so what are your plans after Zoe goes back to school? So now it's back to a three-person household. Yeah, so Avi's been gone. Avi's been at camp and an internship. So she's flying home today and she's been actually kind of sick while she's been away. So I'm really anxious to get my hands on her and give her some major TLC. But I feel like I don't think it's going to be as an, a big adjustment for my family as it was last year. But I just finished a book. I just finished editing a book and I'm so excited. Yeah. And it's being read right now by publishers. So I'm starting to work on another project this week and just really excited about, I need to start scheduling more speaking things for the fall. I have maybe three or four on the calendar that are really, really, I'm excited about, but I just need to put a little bit more time into it. But I feel like I've been so focused on writing this summer that I haven't really done as much, but that's okay. And, um, you know, just get back into the groove of what makes sense and where I intentionally want to put my time. And I've been also kind of going through a lot of stuff this summer just in my house and wanting to kind of get rid of stuff and feel more organized. No, really. And that's been great. There's, there's nothing like, you know, a kid being at camp and <laughs> getting rid of all of their stuff. <laughs> oh. But no, I mean, you know, just like organizing and trying to, I don't know, it's, been feeling good yeah so we we haven't had that luxury emma kind of somehow crammed all of her dorm room into into a vehicle at the end of the semester and showed back up and just it exploded everywhere she got everything in one car no okay um, okay no but it was it, it was pretty yeah. okay you know there's some of it in the dining room there's yeah, some of it in her room there's some of it in our guest room there's some of it in the hallway and it's like come on so i've been trying to do this you know ongoing purge mm -hmm. and um and i'm having a, even a difficult time because i feel like my space is getting cluttered and messed up because i'm i can't put my things somewhere else on a temporary basis as i'm right. organizing 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like the way our environments are in terms of if they're cluttered or cluttered free, really, for me, it really impacts my mood a hundred percent. And I just want to feel lighter. I want to get rid of stuff. I don't need, you know, I don't need a lot of stuff. I don't need my closet like jam packed. I don't need, if I don't wear it, I don't want it. And I'd rather bless someone else with it. Right. And so it's just kind of been that sort of thing this summer as well. Yeah. So that's felt good. So my, after I finished the shark thing, I have another new thing. If I could make a shark sound, I would. Like if I could be <laughs> the jaw. You mean at least if I could the jaws do the jaw, like, If I could do the jaws thing, I would do it right now. I, I think, but but Tim, it's, it's Tim. <laughs> you should put some jaws music. It's just it's monotone, right? It doesn't even matter what note you're in. It's just because the first two notes are the same notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the cool thing about this project is, and I can't talk about it because I don't want people to know we're going to be doing something in secret and it's going to lead up to, yeah, you can help. Um, It's going to lead up to Thanksgiving. And I know last year we didn't do this, but this year we're going to to revisit it, the 21 days of thankfulness up to Thanksgiving. Which we will Um, do a podcast episode on that for sure as we get closer. So you can all participate in that. Yeah, and so this secret project I have, I'm really excited about it. And let's just say it involves 50,000 napkins. Mmm, nice. Yeah, pretty cool. Wow. You know, I feel pretty inadequate right now because I don't have a secret (laughs) project. And I don't have like a little pin thing going on. Well, Um, but Dara, you've been been writing and editing. I have, I have been doing that and it's been so fun and so joyful. And you know, this is a good lesson for everyone. We shouldn't compare ourselves to other people. I mean, we say that all the time, right? So just because you want to have all your secret little projects doesn't mean I have to have my secret projects. So you know what? That actually leads into the napkin note that I have for today. So here's the note. And I just wrote it to Emma. Be yourself. Mm, But, Mm. oh, see, there's a but. Ooh, but be your best self. Yeah, I love that so much. I feel like I have said the words, are you being your best self to my kids so many times that last night Avi texted us from, she's in California right now. She's not feeling well. She's at this internship. She texts us and she's like, I'm not being my best self. <laughs> she's like, I don't I, think that counts if you're I ill, feel right? So bad. I can't be my best self. So, I think that that is such a beautiful concept for everyone to think about. And I love that you brought that up right when I said what I said earlier, because yeah, be your best self, whatever that means. Stand in your truth, own who you are and challenge yourself in whatever way, whatever that means for you to elevate yourself. So this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Crush Cancer online course, a 10 module online program that you can watch from your home. It's little videos with worksheets that go along with each module. It is regularly $197, but with your coupon code THRIVE, you will receive 50% off, and that means you will get the whole course for $99. The 10 modules talk about things such as 
you didn't ask for cancer, but now we have to deal with it, to thinking about yourself as a survivor, establishing a mantra, physical and emotional changes, fear versus faith, creating a daily self-care practice, and so many more things. You can check it out by going to crazyperfectlife.com and clicking on the Crush Cancer online course. Let's go back to the shark pen thing. Oh, that was perfect, Dara. That was perfect. (laughs) So I don't want people to look at this and say, oh, you know, Garth's doing this really, let's face it, really weird thing. I can't do my own really weird thing because it doesn't live up. That's not it at all, right? I don't think it's not weird. Well. But I I mean, find your own, embrace your quirkiness, whatever it is, because we're all quirky. And, right. and, and like, be happy about it. Don't try to shy away from it. Like be unapologetically you. Oh, I love it. That's exactly it. Right. So take whatever your core is and just own it and that's okay. And so my core is that I do really weird things every once in a while, especially when it's centered around note writing or notes <laughs> or pens or, or anything like that, because I am a complete fanatic about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting here and, you know, I'm looking around my desk and to be honest, I'm guessing that there's probably 50 writing utensils <laughs> on my desk. And who else has a stack of empty napkins yeah. on their desk, right? No, but I love I love that so much and I get it because like I said I've been organizing my space, my desk space as well. I don't know if you can see it. Um I don't think you can, but I've kind of totally organized it and what do I have left to do? I saved the best for last, which is to go get some really cool pens and some really nice paper and like put it right where I can reach it because you and I love to do that. Yeah. And it, fact, it's really what you and I believe in so much is telling the people that we love and care about how we feel every single day through the written word. Yes. I've even gone so far as, and I've, and I've kind of done this very quietly but i've really picked up my letter writing mm-hmm. um, not just yeah. my notes to emma yeah. but you know just before we started i jotted a note to a friend of mine he's a fairly casual friend but he's a super nice guy um i i just wrote him a note because i heard that he was diagnosed with cancer again mm-hmm. and so i'm like you know what i'm just going to drop a quick note to him I dropped yeah. a quick note last week to a classmate of mine whose mom had passed away. There was some person in Syracuse who did something really cool, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> it was about note writing or something. Like mm-hmm. she was, she like she worked at a drive-through, mm, um, and nice. was writing and was writing notes and putting them in the people's food bags. Oh, I love that so much. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to write her a note and say, hey, I Ooh, love your story. I love that um, story. And so, you know, sometimes you have to take that extra thing, but that's owning who I am, right? That's being my best self. I 100% agree with that. It feels so good to take the time to write a letter to someone or a little note. Hey, um, just wanted you to know I was thinking about you. I love it. You know, I was... Yeah. I was I was browsing pens the other day. I came across this pen that I can't remember exactly what the name of it was, but it was a Lamy pen from Germany. And it was like their Ruthodendium or something like that. And mm-hmm. it, it's some type of, it's like the new rose gold, 
right? Yeah. You know, how how, how yeah. when Apple put yes, rose yes. gold everywhere now, rose rose gold is everywhere. So like this yeah. sounds like it's the next whatever that is. And my godmother, my aunt, her name is Ruth, and I thought, oh man. I need to buy her this pen just to say, hey, I was thinking about you. I saw this pen. I didn't for a couple of reasons. One is it was a fairly expensive pen. But mm -hmm. also I really thought, oh, you know what? I actually haven't spoken to her in a while. Maybe I should just give her a call first. But the uh, bottom line is if you had just written her a note, she would have loved receiving that. Because as, a, as adults, let's face it, we go to the mailbox. What's in the mailbox? A bunch of bills or not if because a lot of us have it set up you know already but it's just a bunch of junk mail nothing fun and i used to love going to the mailbox when i was younger because it was fun and so nothing makes me happier than when i go to the mailbox and i see like you can tell it's handwritten and it's, it's a fun letter from someone so try it guys i think you're gonna like it so thanks for listening to us today don't forget the thriving challenge Tag us on Instagram or Facebook. We love that. Send us emails. And thanks for being here. Tune in next week. Thanks for listening. Thrive is created with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. You can find out more about me at napkinnotesdad.com. I invite you to get my free audio download, Reclaim Your Life, at crazyperfectlife.com with tips and tools to help you feel your best. It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Dara and Garth.